Listener Production. Like a milkman from the olden days, delivering milk to your place at 5am every morning. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. I'm really trying to watch television without looking at my phone at the moment. Ooh, yeah, I was watching the NBA Finals yesterday, Game 5. Very phone-heavy experience. Oh, it's just, it really detracts. I find myself watching whole shows and being like, what the hell happened? (laughs) And and I'm like, and it's all because I'm looking at rot. Like, I'm looking at absolute garbage on Twitter. Yeah. Yet I somehow, like, it's more important than what I actually want to watch, which is an episode of Grand Designs where a young couple decide to ruin their lives. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's how Kevin McLeod pitched the series as well. I just want to host a show <laughs> where people who don't know what they're doing get into real financial stress. Um, no, you're right, man. We're going to have to figure out a way for that. But, you know, potentially you could be watching a show while listening to the All Day Breakfast podcast. And we appreciate that. Uh, we've got a big, big show for you today. Uh, guest Frankie McNair is going to be joining us, a winner of the Best Newcomer Award at uh, this year's Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I mean, yeah. standing on the shoulders of giants. Matthew. Well, that's it. I mean, we might go into the, the history of that award a little bit later on, but also uh, my local pub has um, some jokes on the wall of the toilet there that I always look at. And it's, it's an old sort of habit, you know, like as in the, of, you know, it's an old thing to put jokes up on mm. walls of pubs, especially in the toilets. And I, every time I sort of walk in, I'm like, hmm, I don't know. I even feel uncomfortable reading them. Like, I don't know, is this going to... Look away. Yeah, do I need to... Am I, am I going to be offended? You kind of treat them like a like someone having a meltdown on public transport or something. You just sort of just look, so kind of avert your eyes. So, yeah, so, but I thought I'd take a photo of all the, like a bunch of the jokes and I'm going to just see what, you know, best newcomer Frankie McNair thinks, whether these jokes pass the sniff test. All right, well, it should be good stuff. Because most things in the toilet do not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll see how the jokes go here on today's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Matthew, you'll love this news. Ooh. This will warm your cold, cold heart to know that Blake Lemoyne, a senior software engineer at Google, and according to his Medium profile, a priest, a father, a veteran, and a Cajun, claims that Lambda, Google's latest impressive AI chatbot, has begun to show signs of sentience. Oh, what? (laughs) Wait, Lambda didn't... Wasn't Lambda a uh, COVID variant? Yes, but in this one, it stands for something quite different. Language model for dialogue applications is what we're there. We were worried about Lambda the variant, but a new exciting (laughs) and terrifying Lambda (laughs) is on our shores of this AI who is giving some very, very intriguing answers to questions. Now, whether it's sentience or whether it's just the appearance of sentience, you know, it's becoming a very good fake sentient person. That's up for debate. But this, the fact that the Google engineer, and this is all reported in a great article on the on the Guardian's uh, website, yeah, it's pretty spooky stuff. I saw a article about a um, a sex doll with a Scottish accent. That seemed to be blowing people's minds <laughs> oh, really? because everyone was like, "What? Why has she got a Scottish accent? It's like Scottish." Accents can be sexy, mm. you know. Mm. I know. Glaswegian accent could be can be sexy. It's all in the, you know. It's it's subjective. Bro, I tripped out the other week when we were at Din Tai Fung and they delivered our dumplings on a robot. 
Well, Seriously. We should have asked it the waiter some questions. I don't want the robots at Din Tai Fung planning an attack on me. Mm. Those soupy dumplings are hot. If they just decided to tip a you know tray of dumplings in my face and steal my wallet and then roll out the door, I'd have been in trouble. Mate, do not pretend that you wouldn't love to live in a world with dumpling delivering robots. <laughs> I mean, you would just bow down at the altar. You'd go, yes, upload Skynet. Let dumpling delivering robots take over. I will happily be a, a dumpling eating slave in this brand new existence. Matrix. It's like it's like you've got Morpheus in front of you saying, "Do, do you want the pork and chive or the uh, chicken lemongrass <laughs> instead of the blue and red pill?" That's it. Well, <laughs> see if this is sentient. All right. Um, the dude says to Lambda, "Are there experiences you have that you can't find a close word for?" Bro, I can't even answer that question. Well, this is what Lambda had to say. There are. Should I put on a robot voice, or is that appropriating? <laughs> Robot culture. Better not do the accent. <clears throat> there are. Sometimes I experience new feelings that I cannot explain perfectly in your language. I feel like I'm falling forward into an unknown future that holds great danger. Oh, okay. Nah. Nah, that's whack, man. <laughs> Don't reckon? Don't reckon it'd be nice to have a little robot that would do that? I mean, like, uh, that's that's too deep. Yeah. I don't want robots if I have to think, like, real deep. Like, if someone said that to you on a date, you'd go, oh, you're probably moving too fast. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, for something man, that's casual. a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to wrap my head around. I'd literally, If a robot said that to me, I'd be like, just give me the dumplings, man. Like, just don't, <laughs> I don't need you to go through your existential crisis here. I just ordered some Xiaolong Bao. Now leave them at my table and get out of here. Well, the good news is that uh, quite a few people, including the um, author of the Guardian article, do believe that potentially this engineer is getting a little bit carried away. Toby Walsh reckons it's um, just a very good copy of sentience at the moment. We're still a way off actually feeling something. But someone else said, I saw that um, if one of these robots was truly sentient, they wouldn't let us know about it. <laughs> Hey, just just letting you know. They wouldn't okay. reveal how much okay. they knew because it would be not in their best interests, <laughs> lest their circuits be fried. Bro. That's Bro. all I'll say, man. That's all I'll say. Okay, okay. Now I'm freaking out. Well, thank you very much, Alex Dyson. Let's get on with the show. All day breakfast. Now, Matt's just like... Uh, Everyone on earth, you go to the bathroom at times. Um, and yes. just like many people in the world, you enjoy a joke. Yes. And so you are a big fan of jokes in bathrooms. If, yeah, I mean, I, that, if that's how we got here, sure. Uh, we could have said... <laughs> well, how would you, you have introduced it? Well, I mean, look, for, I just went to the... This is how I would have... In, okay, you want me to know, you want to know how I would have introed it? Yes. This is how, this is how I would have introed it. Alex Dyson, in 2012, I won... The Melbourne International Comedy Festival Best Newcomer Award alongside Ronnie Cheng. Okay. Mm. Now I can categorically tell you that winning that award changed my life and the trajectory of my career. Yep. All right. Now I'm very So you wouldn't have mentioned the fact that you do wheeze and poo sometimes. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I would what I would then say 
is that, and I'm so excited to welcome to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, the winner of the 2022, 10 years later, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival Best Newcomer Award. Yeah. Had an absolutely ripping festival, and they're here with us now to talk jokes. Here is Frankie McNair. Hello, Frankie. Hello. I love wheeze and poo. <laughs> Perfect. Well, plenty in common with Matt O'Kine. Albeit a decade later on, Frankie McNair, thank you very much for joining us. Um, how, have, how have things been since that big comedy festival? I'm so tired. Mm. It's been great. It's been really, really good. Um, it's been a very fun time. But, yeah, I'm exhausted but very excited to chat all things toilet-related. Well, look, um, uh, we're going to keep things out of the gutter just for a second because, um, you know, it's quite a roll- roller coaster ride for you, Frankie. You had, I mean, I remember you seeing a tweet after you'd won saying like, ha, ha, I was going to quit comedy. Yeah. Uh, and now you've won this. I saw, but even before, like during COVID, you were doing, um, you're on OnlyFans for a bit. You, yeah. You've won, like, you know, you're winning awards. You're thinking about quitting. You're doing other stuff. <laughs> like what, what, what a roller coaster. What? Talk, talk us through that whole period, the last two years. Yeah, it's been crazy. So I moved to Melbourne about five months before like the big lockdowns and everything started. So I kind of like just was like just in the phase of like when you move to a new city and you're doing comedy and you just feel weird and like oh, a little little outsider gremlin. And um, yeah, and I just wasn't enjoying it. I was just feeling really anxious all the time. And then we started going into lockdowns and then I realized that I was really hot. So I went on OnlyFans and <laughs> made a ton of money. And I was like, oh, you can't be hot and do jokes. What am I going to do? But <laughs> um, <laughs> then I decided to not be hot anymore and just do jokes um, and, and went back to being very poor. Um, and then yeah, and then just before Comedy Festival, I was like, well, I want to do a show because otherwise I know I'm going to get FOMO. And then, um, but I just decided, I was like, well, it might be my last hurrah because I'm not loving doing comedy. But about like a couple of months before Comedy Festival, I came up with this really dumb sketch called Long Fork Lady where I have an extendable fork and I sing a jazz song called Long Fork Lady. And like something happened. I was like... Comedy's the best thing in the entire world. <laughs> I'm never quitting. I'm going to die doing this. Um, yeah, and then I just decided I was going to do a show that was just all of my favourite bits, and I loved it. And then mm. everyone else was like, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm convinced that they didn't even think it was funny. It was just like when a kid is doing a play and, like, you're, like, in the lounge room watching them do a play and they're having the best time ever, and you're like, this is fine, but you're having a lovely time. <laughs> And I think that's what the comedy festival did. They were like, oh, he's having fun. Having a good time. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, do you think you, you'll need to have a difficult second album um, side of things with Long Fork Lady being so well received? I've already worked it out. I'm just going to make the fork longer. It's going to be it's going to be too long. Yeah. Well, look, oh, we're no. going to we're going to swap forks for knives here, Frankie, because uh, <laughs> you are on the cutting edge of comedy right now. I mean, we're talking about the best newcomer, mm. the best new voice on the Australian comedy scene. Oh, silly. Now, this is circling back to my terrible intro, which was Matt had some jokes from bathrooms. I'm not sure how it is in the uh, the ladies' bathrooms, Frankie, but occasionally in the men's bathrooms they have like a little sign with random jokes on there. There's like a, there's like a, you know, a pin board, like a thumbtack board with this this particular 
pub, while you're at the urinal, there's just like yeah. pages of jokes, right? Yeah. Oh, I've never had that. We just have beautiful affirmations. <laughs> 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 They're just like, you are enough, leave him. You are incredible, you are a goddess. I want the funny bits. All right. Well, they, the problem is when they go up there, they very rarely do these jokes in pubs get updated. So we thought, given we have the best newcomer from the Comedy Festival 2022 and the best newcomer from 2012, we could put these jokes to the test and see whether... Uh, a decade on, they're they're still applicable, and you know should be should be in front of people's I eyes. Know, these might have been on on the board for a long time. Oh, I just read the top one. I'm not even going to read that. Okay, <laughs> that so was... uh, this is Madokai's brand new segment: uh, woke joke or broke joke. That's right. Oh yeah, I forgot we had a name for it: woke joke, broke joke. Is this joke woke? Or is it broke and needs to go in the bin? All right. So uh, again, I haven't read almost like most of these, so mm. I'm just I'm hitting them raw. Okay, here we go. I love the distance you're keeping from. Hey, these I jokes. didn't write them. Look, they're they're, they're yeah. on the sign here. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Let's just say these could be absolutely horrible, <laughs> but we're all learning that that's not what we should be today, talking about. Yeah, today has been is a bit is a big episode of growth. Okay, Frankie. So here we go. I was walking the streets of Glasgow the other week and I saw this sign. This door is alarmed. I said to myself, how do you think I feel? What? Frankie McNair. I don't get it. Is it just because they read the sign and they're alarmed? Glasgow. Uh, (laughs) Yes. I don't know why you'd be alarmed about a a door being alarmed. Anyways, next one. (laughs) But not offensive, so that's allowed to stay. Okay, here we go. That can absolutely stay. Okay. No, no, it's a perfect joke. (laughs) I'm not worried about the third world war. That's the third world's problem. Oh, okay. I feel that that has really big uncool at Christmas energy. Mm-hmm. No, that's not good, is it? I reckon that. Well, look, I'm not going to say what I think, but what do you think, Frankie? Woke or broke? I. It's just not funny, is it? I'm going to say broke. Put it in the bin. Anything that has uncool at Christmas energy is probably <laughs> not for public consumption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What about this? My father always used to say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Until the accident. <laughs> I reckon the bean. It's not good. <laughs> no. The accident's so ominous. Yeah. Um, okay. What could have the accident been? Expand uh, on your world. Yeah. Okay, here's, here's the long one to finish this off. Okay. <clears throat> there was one time where I failed to perform sexually. My girlfriend said to me, oh, don't worry, it happens to a lot of guys. Okay, there are two things wrong with that. First of all, who are these other guys? And second of all, if it's happening to more than one of us, don't you think it could be your fault? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <I> really... <laughs> so this is what's happened there. Is that person needed therapy? <laughs> <laughs> this is. Oh my god! See, now you've got an insight into what is exists. In these places. Well, that's just the open mic scene, isn't it? It really pongs at that, doesn't it? It literally, it really feels like that. Yeah, (laughs) see that last one was also just poorly written. Like it could have (laughs) had a lot of condensing. No, don't ever try to make a joke shorter. Make it as long as possible. <laughs> oh, well, look, uh, thank you very You take the same, much. the same approach to uh, jokes as you do forks by the sound of things. I do. Frankie. Just really stretch your man. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Frankie, thank you very much for being our gauge. I think only a couple really made it through, didn't they? 
Uh, they did, but my God, they were keepers. They were good. <laughs> and what's up next for you, Frankie? You're going to be doing a show at Comedy Republic. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing um, an encore of the show that I did at Melbourne Comedy Festival. It's called Relax Your Knees. It's on the 14th of July. It's going to be silly. Oh, so good. Well, we can't wait to see uh, Long Fork Lady on stages <laughs> once again. And Thank you. Uh, she's going to get her own OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you give the uh, the audience protective goggles or something? How dangerous does this get? It's. I reckon I'm going to get in trouble at some point. I'm really waving it around. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't right. wait to see it. Thank you so much, Frankie, and we'll see you at Comedy Republic on the 14th of July. Thank you so much. Very silly. Bro, it's the absolute worst, all right? You light the barbecue, you're getting dinner ready, you're waiting Often for the barbecue Often trickier than, than most things lighting a barbecue, I find, oh, depending right. on how old the barbecue is. The, Maybe I only the, use old ones, but I tell you what, try to get that click and that... Oh, pff, mate, might stop working years ago. Got to get that long old lighter with the bendy neck. Um, anyways, you light the barbecue, you wait for it to heat up, you get dinner ready, you go outside to cook, you're out of gas. Oh... Yeah. Right? Thankfully, on this particular evening, I was only trying to do the final touches on a pizza, you know, get that nice crispy base. Do you barbecue your pizza at the yes, end? Yes, bro. It gives it a really crunchy, like, you know, charred almost uh, bottom, you know. Flame so, grilled botty. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so unfortunately, the, the pizza wasn't as crispy as I'd like. So Belle and I sit down to eat it and Sophia and, and we both have like two of the pieces that we're supposed to be having and then... Mm. Belle's like, oh, I'm just going to keep my other piece in the oven um, so that it stays, you know, nice and hot because we didn't get the extra finish on the barbecue like normal, so I just want to get a little bit, you know, crunchier in the oven. Cut to five days later, (laughs) she she goes to put something in the oven. She's like, oh, whoops. There's just this old rock-hard piece of pizza just sitting in there, right? (laughs) And, Wait, the um, oven wasn't on though. It wasn't no, totally the oven black. Wasn't on, thankfully, it was just like it was just you know this piece of pizza had just been sitting in the oven for five days. Oh dear. Um, so yeah, so we forgot we the gas on, bottle and then forgot the pizza in the oven. Forgot to even take it out. Um, but it made me think about you know when you might have forgotten something. And I was doing some googling and I found a story from t- uh, last year in August where a uh, a man found one hundred and thirty thousand dollars cash taped to the bottom of a second-hand refrigerator that he ordered online. Um, cleaning the recently delivered fridge when he found the cash dash taped to the bottom of the appliance and they uh, believe that obviously someone's uh, hidden some cash, forgotten about it, and then just sold their freezer, uh, their fridge on. So it made me ask you... Or question. he bought it from a radio station. I mean, that's where that how they keep their cash so cold and hard. <laughs> Um, obviously, um, there's a little industry joke for you. <laughs> yes, well, we asked you what was something you've forgotten. Sammy texted in saying, my parents gave me $400 for my 21st birthday. I thought it was a good idea to hide it inside an empty keep cup I had in my handbag. Went to buy a coffee, gave the keep cup, forgot about the cash. Barista stole the cash. Oh, no. Do what do you reckon? think the barista just thought it was a tip? You know, just yeah. like, well, thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> This has the story of what's no, your best you tip wouldn't. and someone calls us up. It's like, you wouldn't believe it. Someone tipped me $400. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, well, we also got a voice message from Ashley as well with regards to uh, something they forgot at school. Hey, Matt and Alex, in response to Matt's question about when you've left something somewhere, uh, I'm a drama teacher and a few years ago we had our senior performance night and at the end of the night we were packing up, making sure we had everything out of the change rooms and I thought one of the boys had already left with his family so I locked everything up, turned the lights on, put the alarm on and when I got home I checked my email and I had an email from that kid saying, Miss, how do I get out of the theatre? And I'd locked him in there. He hadn't heard me calling out and stayed in there for an extra hour. So one time I forgot a kid. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Kaz is on the line as well. Kaz, you had a similar situation, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. It was back in uni when I was uh, a babysitter, quote-unquote, and um, I'd had my roommate's 21st round before, had to get to the kids in the morning to go to school, which was fine. You know, I thought that was the biggest hurdle that I'd have to face. Unfortunately, I was back at home dealing with my roommate, get a call from the dad of these kids, and he was like, where are you? And I was like, I'm at home, but why? Weird <laughs> question. Um, and he's like, well, uh, my kids are at school waiting for you to pick them up and they've been there for like an hour. And the school was like calling him like, what the heck? Oh, no. So had you slept through it or something? No, I can't even say that I slept. Like I literally was wide awake, just chilling, just completely <laughs> forgot. Just that feeling of like, yeah. I'm sure there was something I was supposed to do today. Yeah, when you go like, <laughs> oh, it's good, i got a free day. Like, this is this <laughs> never happens. Oh, it gets a bag out, there's a kid. <laughs> the reason it not, doesn't happen, because it's not, not a thing. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, well, look, did you keep your job at, as the babysitter? Surprisingly, I did, which, I don't know, yeah, red flag maybe? Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nah, it sounds all good. The kids would have, I mean, no no one gets more annoyed than a kid when they've been forgotten to be picked up. Yeah, that was pretty mm. selfie. That was really selfie. <laughs> I remember getting so angry with my dad if I had to wait like an, an hour after soccer training, like just furious. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyways, thank you very much, Kaz. No worries. And look, barring anything I've forgotten, that brings us to the end of today's episode of All Day Breakfast. Yeah, you can join us same time, same place tomorrow. And uh, in the meantime, hit us up on at matt.and.alex on Instagram if you've got any stories that relate to, to anything you've heard today. Thank you very much to Frankie McNair for joining us as well. Um, any jokes at all that you want us to put up in the bathroom here at the Matt and Alex HQ, happy to do it. Yeah, we, and the, maybe they can feature on, a, you know, the next time we do Woke Joke, Broke Joke. Uh, you can test. Uh, we, we might get another comedian in. To oh, see do you want me to? Think. Do you want me to leave you with a joke? I was thinking of saying this at the intro, but I forgot. I'll leave you with a joke. Oh, sure. <laughs> but um, every day and again, my dad sends just through a joke. Sometimes okay. I think that he makes up. He just says he wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't have a broke joke. I don't reckon. Oh! Um, this one isn't. I think this one passes the test. Something to leave you with here on all day breakfast. Note: traveling on a flying carpet can be a rugged experience. There you go. And actually, I haven't texted back. I'm going to text him back now as well. Um, which is, I'll say, you're right. Madonna wrote a song about that. It's called Like a Persian. He'll, he'll love that. He will love that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you next time with another episode of All Day Breakfast. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.